This is the primal scream of a dying regime. Pray for our enemies, because we're going medieval on these people. Here's I got a free shot on all these networks lying about the people. The people have had a belly full of it. I know you don't like hearing that. I know you try to do everything in the world to stop that, but you're not going to stop it. It's going to happen. And where do people like that go to share the big lie? MAGA media. I wish, in my soul, I wish that any of these people had a conscience. Ask yourself, what is my task and what is my purpose? If that answer is to save my country, this country will be saved. War Room. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. January 7th, 1815, after weeks of holding off the British invaders, Andrew Jackson's ragtag army of 4,000 men lie in wait. At any moment, the inevitable attack will begin. The Battle of New Orleans will be the climactic showdown of the War of 1812. As the evening of January 7th appears, the men behind line Jackson know that an attack is imminent. They can hear the sounds directly in front of them, and yet their morale is extremely high because in their mind, they have beaten the British twice. And they feel themselves almost invincible, each man relying upon that piece of wall that he himself has constructed. And it is their morale, coupled with good luck, which will turn the tide of the battle. So uh, tell me about those Texas soldiers. Do you think, uh, do you think they're going to be a problem for you to swim, swim over and get into America? ¿Qué creen de los soldados de Texas? ¿Ustedes creen que va a ser un problema para poder entrar a las tierras de América? No, no, no. ningún problema. Porque ellos simplemente están ahí cumpliendo una orden. They're just simply. They brinda un apoyo. They're just um, doing their job and they're helping people. Thank you. Oh, good. So they're going to let you in? ¿Tú crees que te dejen entrar? No, 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 ya no, ya no. The British are wreaking havoc on the American countryside. There's virtually no opposition. The American military presence is not in the Chesapeake in the way it should be. All important regular assets are up along the Canadian border. So it's up to the Maryland, Virginia militia to defend an extensive border. They can't keep up. <laughs> Fear is overtaken by terror in Washington, and terror becomes pandemonium because this is a defenseless city. On September 12th, British soldiers landed at North Point, where a bloody battle with Maryland militia failed to halt their march towards Baltimore. However, the British could not tackle the city's earthwork defenses and troop reinforcements without their Navy's help. 
The next day, the British bomb ships would open up their main assault with a ferocious bombardment. Their target? Fort McHenry. They had to knock out the fort to bring their ships in range of the city. The fate of Baltimore now lay in the hands of the fort's defenders. soldiers frantically prepared for battle, knowing they were the last defense to thwart the British. With the enemy in their sights, the men awaited the inevitable, a bombardment from the world's most formidable navy. Then the attack began as the British fleet pounded the fort with rockets and mortar shells. Friday, 12 May in the year of our Lord, 2023, Um, a day starting one o'clock in the morning, Eastern um, Daylight Time, it was midnight Central Time, the invasion of the United States commenced. Uh, The reason that we did that cold open, I want to be very specific. The last time this country was invaded was in the War of 1812, And, and I don't count Pancho Villa's expeditionary uh, incursion, the, the, that blackjack Pershing uh, chasing back into Mexico, following him into Mexico. That was just an incursion. I'm talking about an invasion. An invasion of this country was last on uh, 19 August 1814, a British expeditionary force of 3,500 hardened combat troops that had been hardened by, like, General Wellington. Landed in Maryland, marched towards Washington, D.C., at a, the uh, Maryland militia at the, I think, Battle of Blandensburg were defeated. They came to Washington. The government uh, left the city. They burned the public buildings, including the White House. For the British Empire to, sh- to show the Americans, hey, you're still just a colony. Don't think you can stand up to the greatest empire in the world. The Americans regrouped fought back, re-engaged with that British expeditionary force around Baltimore and the British fleet. 
Major General Robert Ross, who was the commanding general in charge of the British troops, was killed in combat by the Americans. And we had a 25-hour gunfight, a 25-hour gunfight at Fort McHenry, where the Star-Spangled Banner was uh, written. Uh, Months later, another British expeditionary force invaded the United States outside of New Orleans at the mouth of... uh, the Mississippi River, led by the finest troops the British Army had at the time that came from the Peninsula Campaign where they had defeated Napoleon's army and fought directly under General Wellington. In fact, his brother-in-law, Sir Edward Packingham, led that expedition along with Major General Samuel Gibbs and Major General John Keane, and they met Andrew Jackson in a dog's breakfast of French pirates, uh, f- uh, black freemen, uh, f- former slaves, uh, crackers from Alabama, volunteers from Tennessee. And at the Battle of New Orleans on 8 January 1815, one of the greatest defeats in the history of the British Army. General Edward Packingham, Wellington's brother-in-law, Major General Samuel Gibbs bled to death on the field of battle, died. Only time in British history, two major generals dead in one battle. And it added, yeah, it Ross towards three. And Major General John Keane was almost mortally wounded, severely wounded. That was the last invasion of the United States, except for an incursion by Pancho Villa in the early 20th century. Then the Blackjack Pershing led an expedition into Mexico. Don't, don't, we can't color this any other way. We can't color this any other way. This is an invasion of our country, and it is 100%, 100% thought through, uh, executed, conceived, planned by American citizens, and particularly members of the administrative state. The Biden, radical Biden regime are the political officers in this, but it's much deeper than that. They have planned this. They have worked on this. A, a federal judge last night, in the middle of the night, a federal judge actually came out and issued a decree, an order, that you must stop, you must stop processing these people into the country with no date whatsoever to show up. Savannah Hernandez yesterday reported that she had seen documents that the, 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 the check-in date or the date they had to come back to court to argue the case for assignment was 10 years out. There were many, many thousands that were not even given dates. There are tens of thousands that were given dates four and five years from now. A federal judge had to step into, step into that. This is an invasion. And the people coming up from around the world, and in 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 MSNBC and CNN, they interview these people and they say, "Hey, I'm coming here for a better life." I, I don't fault their aspirations, and we certainly don't fault the dangerous journey as as this show with Real America's Voice, with people like Michael Yan, people like Ben Burkwam, people like Oscar Blue Ramirez, Anthony Aguero, and the great Ben Burkwam have and Todd Benzman have have cataloged for years now 
That's why this audience is by far the most sophisticated on, not just in the debt ceiling and all the issues that we face, but on this particular issue from the Darien Gap and, and the borders of, uh, of Colombia and Venezuela, all of it, or Colombia and, and, the, and the Central American com- countries where they come through the Darien Gap, you know, you've been there. We've, we've put you there with these heroic people that have documented this. But understand this day did not have to happen. This day did not have to come. And if you see Donald Trump on that stage the other night, he, he lays it out in a very basic, understandable way. If you don't have a border, you don't have a country. If you don't have a border, you don't have your sovereignty. If you don't have a border, um, you don't have a nation. And our enemies understand that. What do you think they're doing in Beijing this morning watching this? What do you think they're doing in Persia and Tehran, the Persians, the, the, the mullahs as they watch this? What do you think in Moscow and the KGB with their, you know, their back against the wall in uh, the Ukrainians and I, the you brave Ukrainians? I have never questioned the bravery and the courage of the Ukrainian people. That's what's the great tragedy of this, as President Trump said. They're being thrown into the charnel house. What do you think they're thinking in Moscow? What do you think they're thinking at all the places in the world that hate this country? And do our worst enemies hate this country more than the radical elements of Biden's regime? Do they hate America more than that? Have our greatest enemies ever done What's happening on this border this morning on a plan that's been worked through, as Michael Yan told you years ago, years ago on this show in the days right after this regime took over, this illegitimate regime took over. And the first actions they did was to take off the first very first actions were to take off everything related to the border that President Trump had done. He says it's all about controlled flow. And now you're seeing it. And they're all there, the chaos, the anarchy, the lies and misrepresentations. It is equivalent to what happened in the War of 1812. Now, we can't have that solution, but there are solutions. And we're going to look to brave men and women who need to stop this illegitimate regime. Let me repeat it, an illegitimate regime from destroying your nation. That's what this is about, to be plain and simple about it. Short break. Ben Burkwams in Reynosa. We're going to go cover it all day. The invasion of the United States of America. Only in the war room. We will fight till they're all gone. We rejoice when there's no more. Let's take down the CCP. Junk science. That's what the doctor called many of those fruit and vegetable supplements. Junk science because they use extracts of common produce department fruits and vegetables with few health benefits. Now look, I take Field of Greens because it's the whole organic fruit and vegetable, not a watered-down supplement, and it's backed by a better health promise. Each ingredient in Field of Greens was scientifically chosen to support vital organs like heart, lungs, and kidney health. Others support my immune system, blood pressure, metabolism, and healthy weight loss. I don't eat as healthy as I should. I got that. I know it. I own it. That's why I take Field of Greens. 
Like me, you'll probably look and feel healthier fast and have way more energy. And I mean way more energy. But your best proof will be at your next checkout checkup when your doctor says, hey, whatever you're doing, it's working. Keep it up. Let me get you started with 15% off. Visit fieldofgreens.com. That's fieldofgreens.com. And use promo code Bannon. That's promo code Bannon at fieldofgreens.com. Take action, action, action. Do that today. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. With today's termination of the final remnants of Title 42, Joe Biden has officially abolished what remained of America's borders and turned the United States into a dumping ground for illegal aliens from all over the world. We've become a third world nation. At this very moment, illegal aliens are lined up by the tens of thousands ready to break into our country, knowing that even if they are caught, Joe Biden will order them immediately released into American communities. And many of these people are very dangerous. Under Biden, our border is gone, our sovereignty is gone, our national security is gone, and we are quickly becoming that third world nation that I've been talking about for so long. It's happening to us, if you can believe that. The United States of America is now a third world nation. On day one of my new administration, I will end this travesty and restore the sovereign borders of the United States of America. We will immediately resume expedited removals of people that are crossing illegally our border. And following the model of President Eisenhower, we will use all necessary federal, state, local, and military resources to begin the largest domestic deportation effort in American history, to send the border violators back to their home countries, and we will do that immediately. This invasion will not stand. Our country is being invaded. Our country is being destroyed by very, very stupid people. These are stupid people. We have to get them out. We have to take back the White House. Thank you very much. We are witnessing an absolute travesty unfolding on our southern border. On Monday, we apprehended over 10,000 people on the border, the highest level in history. On Tuesday, we apprehended over 10,000 people on the border, again, the highest level in history. There are right now, where we're standing, more than 22,000 people camped just south of the border, getting ready to come across. Just in this location, in less than a month, we've had over 35,000 Venezuelans cross illegally just right here, not counting the whole rest of the border. Every day, just right here, they're encountering, encountering 90 to 100 Chinese nationals. Now, for anyone that doesn't have their globe nearby, China is not immediately to the south of the United States. But 90 to 100 a day are crossing illegally on this border, being smuggled in by Mexican drug cartels. And, and I have to say I am angry because this is deliberate. This is a decision that was made by President Joe Biden and Kamala Harris and congressional Democrats to open up the border to what is nothing less than an invasion. Ask yourself, why is President Biden not here? Why is Kamala Harris not here? 
Why is Elizabeth Warren not here? Why is AOC, she still owns the white pantsuit, why is she not here with her head buried in her hands? Because they don't give a damn about the dead bodies. Six weeks ago, I asked Secretary Mayorkas how many migrants died in the past year crossing illegally. He said, I don't know. The number is 853. But he can't be bothered to worry about that. I asked him how many women have been sexually assaulted in the last year by human traffickers. He said, I don't know. Because the administration can't be bothered by that. I asked how many children have been physically and sexually assaulted. Again, I don't know. We're witnessing modern-day slavery. And maddeningly, what the Biden administration has decided is they want more. Title 42 is expiring today, and you know what happens tomorrow? Those numbers go up. This is an invasion, and they want the numbers to go up. Let me say to the men and women from the, from the Border Patrol, who are heroes, they are extraordinary heroes, and we're down here to tell them thank you, to tell them we love you, to tell them we got your back, even as your political superiors are making it impossible for you to do your job. The Biden administration is really proud now that they have apps on their phone, that when someone crosses illegally, they can fill out an application in two minutes. This is the Amazon version of illegal immigration. They're going to make it fast and deliver them anywhere in the country. We've seen six and a half million people cross illegally since Joe Biden became president, and the administration wants six and a half million to be 10 million, to be 12 million, to be 15 million, to be 20 million. And the body bags that pile up, they can't be bothered to worry about. I'll tell you, the great state of Texas is on the front lines. The volume is overwhelming. It's got to stop. Senator Cruz, uh, in Apache, lays it out right there. Remember, I've been preaching the gospel of the fourth turning for, what, over a decade now? And I want to thank the engine room for, for making sure I stay on point on this and sharp. They want this chaos. This is the chaos in the financial markets. This is the chaos in your classrooms. This is the chaos coming after your family. This is the chaos at a, at a criminal justice level. Uh, this is a, a chaos in the media, the political, all of it. They want the chaos. They want the chaos. The only thing I disagree with President Trump is that he says stupid people. They know exactly what they're doing. This has all been planned. It's all been worked out. They got the apps. They, they just get them in right into the country as far and deep as you can, and as many as you can, as quickly as you can. And President Trump's going to leave them out. What he said, the D word, the deportation. This is not negotiable. If you negotiate this, and I appreciate the bill they passed yesterday in the House, and it's a messaging bill, and I appreciate and all the work they did on it. But that's not really the point right now. And with habit, we need five or six congressmen to step up and to, and to basically throw sand in the gears of this uh, government right now, which can be done. You have to stop all functions. You have to stop everything in this government until this invasion is stopped. There's no middle ground here. There's no room for negotiations. If you even open yourself up to a negotiation, you lose because this is well thought through as we have documented more than any other news service in the world. The BBC, The Guardian, the CNN, New York, pick them. In fact, you can add them all up 
and they haven't put in the man hours and done to the depth of of of, uh, of investigative reporting. Let's go to Ben Burkwam right now, brother. Tell us where you are and what are you seeing with your own lion eyes, brother? Well, Steve, I'm down here in Reynosa, Mexico, right across from Hidalgo, uh, McAllen, Texas. And you can see behind me, this is just one of four camps. Uh, there are two major camps down here, Vida, uh, excuse me, Senda de Vida, Path of Life. And these are the people that are waiting on the app. I've talked to most of them. They're mostly Haitians down here. They've been waiting on the app because most of them actually come from Brazil and Chile. They know if they go across illegally and they're found out to have uh, been safe in those countries, they'll actually be deported back to Haiti. That's the only thing that's stopping this group of people from crossing over. But to the east and to the west of where I'm standing, tens of thousands are going across, Steve. The the invasion, it's an invasion by a different name. And what's interesting uh, or devious, as you mentioned, they're not dumb, they're evil, these people that are in charge in Washington, D.C., uh, they're, they're saying all these things. Basically, they're saying, uh, we're going to go back to Trump-era policies. We're going to try to stop this. Uh, but it's, they're not. They're, 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 they're telegraphing it by saying this decompression. They're not going to allow these, these facilities to, uh, to grow or to, to expand on the U.S. side. So what that means is they're gonna, it's de facto amnesty. Everybody that comes across illegally, they're going to be handed that slip of paper that we've been showing you, and they're just going to be spread into the country. So as, as Ted Cruz, Senator Ted Cruz says, what, six and a half million now by the end of the year could easily be 10 million. It's an absolute disgrace and an absolute destruction of our country, sir. Think about that for a second. 10 million, by the time of Biden's only term comes to a conclusion and he's either impeached and removed from office or he's defeated the polls, one of the two is the outcome. There'll be 10 to 12 million. I want you to think about that for a second. 10 to 12 million illegal aliens in the country. Remember, Wanting a better life is not reason for asylum into the United States. We have an immigration process for that. Take a number and get in line. Wanting a better life, as great an aspiration as that is, and I'm not saying these countries don't have problems they're coming from, but if, 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 it, if you just open and remember, the people on the other side of this that are doing this believe that justifies it, and they want as many in here. Why is this a big rush? Why are they doing this all the time? Why are there so many thousands that have been attracted by their messaging because they understand that the American people are going to get fed up with it. They, they get that. But by the time they do it, they're going to have 10 million, 10 million illegal aliens in the country. And then they're going to call our bluff. They're going to say, okay, tough guy, you're going to deport him? Let, let's see. We'll lock you up in the courts. We'll lock you up. And we'll have every day on MSNBC, it'll just be turned to the Saab sister network, just like they were on the, on the, on the debt ceiling. Right about federal spending, the emotion of it all. Uh, ben Burkwam, just stay right there. I'm going to get to Dave Brat. We got Ben Burkwam. Yeah, go ahead, Ben. Steve, yeah, if I could add to that, that, that's one of the biggest problems we have now is it's not just the enemies at the gate that are opening the gate to let them in. It's the enemies in these sanctuary cities and sanctuary states across America who have who have sold out the American people, who have sold out uh, our country and are giving it away to not just people that want a better life. As you mentioned, most of the people that are coming want a job. That still doesn't mean they have a right to do it illegally. But they are protecting the worst people on the planet. They are protecting child rapists. They're protecting murderers, people like Gavin Newsom, this just 
the most evil among us. That's where the battle's really going to be had. When President Trump takes back office, when MAGA takes back this country, that's where the fight's going to have to be had. And we can't have these limp noodle Republicans that talk a good game. We have to have MAGA fighters like President Trump to go in there and say, I don't care if it hurts your feelings. Yeah. We're doing this to save the country. Yeah. I, I don't want to hear a Republican, any more Republican, tell me about border security. Screw your border security. There are 10 million illegal aliens that have been brought into the country under Biden's illegitimate regime. What do we say? Elections have consequences. Stolen elections have catastrophic consequences. America, look at the catastrophic consequence on your southern border. Today, the 12th of May in the year of our Lord, 2023. The first day, the first official day of the invasion. Back in a moment. I don't know about you. It takes a lot to shock me these days. But to see our judicial system resemble a third world banana republic, to see trusted American companies embrace insane and destructive woke ideologies is frankly depressing. We must fight back. And that starts with changing the way we spend our money. For years, big mobile companies have been dumping millions into leftist causes, and we had to take it because there was not another option. Well, there is one now. Patriot Mobile, America's only Christian conservative wireless provider, offers dependable nationwide coverage on all three major networks so you get the best possible service in your area without the woke propaganda push by leftists working hard to destroy this great country. When you switch to Patriot Mobile, you support free speech and religious freedom, the sanctity of life, Second Amendment, and our military and veterans and first responders, the heroes. Now, Patriot Mobile's 100% U.S.-based customer service team makes switching easy. Just go to PatriotMobile.com slash Bannon. That's PatriotMobile.com slash Bannon. Or call them at 878-PATRIOT. That's 878-PATRIOT. Get free activation today with the offer code Bannon. Ask about their coverage guarantee while you're there. This is PatriotMobile.com slash Bannon or call 878-PATRIOT. Take action today. Stop giving your money to people that hate you and hate what you stand for. Back the only Christian conservative wireless provider, Patriot Mobile. Take action today. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Mr. Secretary, you said that it's a broken system. Congress needs to act. So write the bill. What um, specifically should be in it? What does Congress need to do? Well, I would um, thank you very much for that question. I would say take a look at the, the legislation that President Biden presented to Congress on day one of our administration. Now, about 28 months ago. What a okay, great okay, place okay, to start. Stop, 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 stop. What a great place to start. That was a, b- a complete open borders. They're trying to uh, break you. This is a psyop also. They're trying to break you by these, you know, this ongoing trying to be official. Let me be blunt and reiterate what Ted Cruz said and what Donald J. Trump said. And this is one of the reasons, too, about the primary. We don't have – it's a settled fact in the MAGA movement, uh, in America First, among the deplorables. And we're the muscle in the Republican Party. Let's be blunt about that. There's no, no need for games, no need for a primary. We need to focus maniacally on taking back the White House, staffing up the, the second Trump turn – and 
undoing all the damage that this illegitimate regime has done to this nation. And that is a full-time effort from today until Election Day in 2024 and beyond. There can't be any more games. And anybody's, anybody at any pack or anybody that's doing that and coming to they're not an ally of saving this republic. They're doing that either for personal money or for ego. I want to bring it, by the way, the, the 10 million would be as big as the state of Michigan. It would be the 10th largest state in the union. And I think greater population, the bottom, the bottom, 10, bottom, if you take the bottom 11 states, you can, you take the bottom 11 states in population in our nation and add them. 11 states, this would be less than what is coming across. It is a scale and a magnitude. The revolutionary generation, the people that held this union together in the Civil War, the Great Depression of World War II, we just had victory in Europe Day. They would look at us like, what have you done? What are what type of people are you? And I'm talking about they looking at us, not our enemies, not the people trying to do that. They would look at us. They said, "What are you doing to stop this? You're just going to sit there and watch Morning Joe and have Mayorkas yammer on? Oh, let's start with Biden. Biden's bill was an open borders bill to process more. This is the psyop. They want to break you. You can't be broken if you're broken on this. It's game over." Dave Brett, your thoughts and observations. Yeah, well, I, I just want to give a huge hat tip to uh, Ben Burkwam down there. He's a good man with a huge, good heart. And when he says something's evil, it's evil. And character matters uh, in this discussion. And then President Trump and your opening monologue on sovereignty, the, the history of, of humanity is the history of good versus evil. And the, the ancient he- Hebrews in their scripture uh, in the Judeo-Christian tradition, always uh, picture that as God versus the Leviathan, right? Uh, pictured on the front of the old Asia cover, if you need a picture, right? The giant sea creature of total chaos. It stands for evil. God subdued evil and overcame chaos uh, by providing God's order and God's law. And then the trajectory of the, of the Judeo-Christian West is within 300 years after Jesus, Rome went Christian. And then we had moves toward the rule of law in Magna Carta and then through the Reformation period. And then, thank God, James Madison uh, goes to Princeton Seminary, writes the Constitution. Adam Smith follows and we get wealth on top of it because we follow an ordered life. And so the, the, the leftists now, uh, you've seen a full assault on God, on sovereignty, on the rule of law. As you said in the opening monologue, none of our enemies could have done this to us. We have done this and the American people have allowed this. And it's time for those who have eyes to see, to see. And everybody knows that's a biblical metaphor. The folks with eyes to see and ears to hear, it's time. You see everything very clearly now. There's an attack going on on our country. Uh, it is, it is, its goal is to bring chaos some people think the left has some goals, that there's some policy. They do not. Their goal is the chaos, and the chaos is evil, and we all have to stop it together. Uh, Dave, let me go back to uh, Ben Burkwam and Reynosa. Uh, ben, uh, one of the aspects here, people should understand this, it's people in the government. This is well thought through. These NGOs 
we had the great what Mike Howe from uh, from Heritage did this months ago on this show. Talk about the cell phones and, and, and you watch the cell phone coverage and the NGOs get them. Right, and in particular, they focused on Renosa, McAllen, Brownsville. They get them at t- and they, they get them all up through the the rest of the country. Talk to me about these NGOs and, and the government officials. Todd Benzman broke on this show. He wrote it up later, but he broke on the show two days ago. Mexican officials on radios and fun, working with DBS to do controlled flow. Oh, we have too many. Stop. Can you stop? Just the Mexican government working with U.S. government officials on the flow to make sure they didn't have any bad optics. No bad optics of big crowds, just a, continu- a continuous flow. As Michael Yan told us years ago. When he was there in the Darien Gap yeah. and Mallorca showed up in the black Apache helicopters working with the local officials about the flow all the way from the Darien. Ben, you've, you've been all the way from the Colombian border, all the way up through all of it. And now you're at the northern border on the day of the invasion. Tell us about all the support and also the arrogance of the people that are now coming. They're, they're sitting there going, what am I waiting here for? We need to go. Don't, what, don't, don't tell me about a rule. I need to get my cell phone, my EBIT card. And uh, my piece of paper that says I don't have to report forever, a federal judge had to shut that down in the middle of the night last night. I think it was 11 o'clock central time, a, an hour before this was going to take place, because it was midnight. A federal judge says the U.S. government had to order Mallorcas to stop giving these people access with no court date, no date to ever show up. And some are t- four years, five years, six years, ten years. Do you think they're going to check in with some court four years from now, five years from now, ten years? That's a free pass into the United States. Ben Burkwam. Yeah, I couldn't say it any better than Dave Bratt. Uh, this is good versus evil. That's what we we're up against. And sadly, you have these organizations that pretend to be good. It's they're the most evil uh, organizations on the planet because they pretend to be good. It's it's what uh, God called sinners. Jesus called synagogues of Satan. That's what we're up against. Uh, the people that pretend to be good. They say, you know, they're the ones that'll be spit out of God's mouth. Uh, that's what we have going on down here, as you mentioned. And as as Michael Yan, I was down there the day after Secretary Mayorkas arrived down there in Panama. Uh, they called it controlled flow. Really, what it was was the, op- the the initiation of a controlled invasion, and what my expectation of what we're going to see over the next few hours and days. They don't want the optics. It's all about optics. So Biden's on the phone with Mexico. He's saying, "Send your National Guard troops down to the border. Stop them from coming over until CNN leaves, until MSNBC leaves, until the New York Times leaves, and then it's game on. Then the, the floodgates are open. Now you go out into the desert. You go out where the cartels are running the the drug mules and the the children." Children that are being sold into uh, sex trafficking in the United States, that is on full uh, 100% invasion at, at the highest level right now. We're, I'm getting calls from my Border Patrol uh, operators out in the desert, out in these sectors that are completely out of control, and they're telling me they're overrun out there right now. But when it comes to where we're at here and where you have the cameras set up for sec- lying Secretary Mayorkas, they're going to try to make it look like they're doing something to stop it. But it's all by design. Every bit of this is by design. And it's all evil. It's all absolutely evil. And you mentioned it, Steve, the people behind me, so many of them coming across, spitting in the face of the American people, saying, I deserve this, demanding it. They come across acting as if it's their right to come in and take what's ours. And what's what's interesting about this is not even realizing that if they're effective at what they're trying to do, it means the destruction of the only country in the world that can stop the collapse that this evil wants to see globally. That's really what we're up against right now. Because if America falls, the world falls. And we have people being brought in that have no respect for that. 
but it's because they're being taught it by the very evil, these organizations in America, these leftist NGOs that are profiting from the start to the finish of it. You, you, got, the, you got the quote yesterday. You got the quote about, um, about uh, the doors open or we're, we're here because Biden. I want to talk about that because what they're told by these radicals in this country that hate America is that they do have a right to come. Remember, the asylum right. process is a very limited process, and it's got rules about, you know, what country you go to. If you first country you stop that has law and order, it's a very tightly managed to. thing. If you really go by the law, it used to. I'm saying now they've thrown it out. They've, it's a joke. But the reason yeah. is the radicals in the Biden regime and the radicals in these NGOs and the radicals in the media, right, say that these people have a right to come to the United States because they want a better life. I'm, I'm not... Hitting their aspiration of a better life, I got that. But if that's the quali- if that's if that's the if that's the uh, if that's what it takes to get in, you're going to have five billion people here. Why would you not? They're that's rational right. actors. Talk to me about. The- they're told that they have a right to do this. That's why they're getting ornery. That's why they're saying, "Hey, this app doesn't work." You, know, you see them on TV. The app doesn't work. This is outrageous. The app doesn't work. Right? I'm just going to walk across. <laughs> Tell me about the arrogance <laughs> of this and the evilness and people like, for instance, Catholic charities is the worst. If you're a Catholic and you're hitting yeah. the collection pay for Catholic charities, if you're, a Catholic, you're aiding and abetting the invasion. If you're a Catholic and you're in the for the second collection when they're there for Catholic charities, what they don't tell you is that they're in partnership with the, with the most radical elements of our government to basically destroy the sovereignty of the United States. Ben Burkwam. Yeah, there's nine organizations that run this refugee resettlement program in America, Catholic Charities being probably the most notable, uh, but you also have Lutheran Social Services, but they're all Soros-backed leftist NGOs. They started nobly. They started with good intentions, supposedly, but they're really communist organizations working to undermine America. And, and all you have to do is ask the people that have come up that are like the people behind me that say they're from Haiti that are actually that came up from Brazil and Chile. They've all been coached. They've all been invited. These organizations are down in these countries. They said Biden's taken over. The gates are open. Come on up now. And the reason that they're saying that is because they get more money in their organizations, in their pockets. The leaders of these organizations get paid more as more people come up. So that that's why we have this mindset. But it really goes back to what Obama did with the refugee resettlement program and that idea of asylum. Uh, again, an idea that was started with good intentions, but that has been bastardized by the by these demons, by the left, by evil, and that's really where we're at right now. It, once we take back control, we have to we have to stop. I, I would say we have to put a moratorium on asylum as a, a, in total until we can get back control of this because it's been so manipulated. Oh, 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 it's been oh, so oh. Uh, really undone. We, uh, that 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 is the first thing we had to stop the whole asylum system and really focus back to what it originally was. You also have to stop because it's all not. You're right. It's not about asylum. It's about. It's about. Yes. Hey, it's not the, about. The, it's not about asylum. The, it's not about protecting people. It's about inviting in the invasion. Yeah, and 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 you're gonna. You know what Donald Trump said. You don't have a country. We got to deport these people. You can't let. You can't if you allow six million to twelve million uh, illegal aliens in the country, and just let let them in. Good luck finding them. You're going, to have to, you're going to have to deport these people. And that's going to be, you think, hey, we told you about the debt ceiling, or debt ceiling early on. We told you about that. The deportation argument, hey, wait, you're going to be called everything in the book. You're going to be called the worst white supremacist, domestic terrorist, evil person in the world. Remember, the people getting destroyed the most by this invasion 
are the African-American community and the Hispanic citizens in this country. That's right. Because this is all about, part, right. part of it is about all getting low-skilled labor in here that will work for nothing in all these factories around the country with no medical benefits, no real pay, any. Okay, short break. Burkholm's in Reynosa. We've got, uh, we've got Dave Bratz riding shotgun with me. We're going to give him some air time. Uh, we've got a lot more uh, to get through, and we're going to get through it all. We commit to you on the first day, the first day of the formal invasion of your country, the United States of America. First time in over 200 years. Back in a moment. A lot of people complain about the state of our country or the way woke corporations treat us and their employees. But it's not enough to complain. We need to change the way the marketplace works. And that starts with you and where you actually spend your money. In less than a year, Public SQ has grown to be the largest platform of patriotic, freedom-loving businesses the world has ever seen. Whether you want to support a restaurant that only buys from local farms, a coffee shop that took a stand against COVID mandates, or a bank that would never counsel you for your political views. Public SQ is your guide. Public Square connects freedom-loving Americans with the community and businesses they share their values. Here's the best part. It's absolutely free to join. Just go to publicsq.com. That's publicsq.com and download their app today. Simply create an account and begin your search. You can also list your business for free so your local community can support you. We can't always change the world, but we can change how and where you spend your hard-earned dollars. Begin your search at Public Square today. That's publicsq.com. That's publicsq.com. Take action. Stop giving your money to people that hate you and your values. Go to publicsq.com. The new social media taking on big tech, protecting free speech, and canceling cancel culture. Join the marketplace of ideas. The platform for independent thought has arrived. Superior technology. No more selling your personal data. No more censorship. No more cancel culture. Enough. Getter has arrived. It's time to say what you want the way you want. Download now. Trump versus DeSantis on taxes. In Congress, Ron DeSantis pushed a 23% national sales tax, where the middle class pays more. 90% of families would get a tax hike if DeSantis replaced the current system. President Trump cut taxes a lot, lowering tax rates for everyone. Trump cut taxes. DeSantis tried to raise them. Ron DeSantis, wrong on tax hikes, just not ready. Make America Great Again, Inc. is responsible for the content of this advertising. You know, uh, Governor DeSantis, uh, after that command performance, there, there's a couple of tweets out that saying that there are consultants that are telling people that uh, Governor DeSantis is actually getting cold feet after the command performance of President Trump the other day. Because I think that command performance would, would convince anybody that was a rational thinker that there, there's no space here in a, in a primary, particularly given the issues we're going to, we're going to get to. In the second hour, we'll talk about that. The buried lead on, the, on these negotiations, the meeting today was canceled at the White House with leadership because the staffs were working. It turns out, and I think this was in um, Jake Sherman's or his Axios, there was a buried lead about the meetings the staffs had had, and it turned out 
it was McCarthy's like chief of staff and his right hand guy with the office of legislative head of office of legislative affairs at the White House. I.e., that's not a serious meeting. These are not people who can actually talk about uh, the numbers and the math. This is trade-off, and, and the Hill has uh, about some trade-offs on some energy permitting and some stuff, and I put that's not good enough. And we're going to have the background. Next week we'll have you guys manning the phones, manning the ramparts again. But this is just more of the cartel's happy talk and spin. And if the meeting is between his chief of staff and the Office of Legislative Affairs in the White House, that's not serious. And people have to understand we're not prepared to back off this thing as as not great as this proposal was. It was a proposal. And if Biden can't meet that, as we've said, we've got to revert back to hardcore. And what did President Trump do? We'll play that in the second hour. President Trump said, call their bluff. He's negotiating enough deals. Call their bluff. Let's have massive cuts and call their bluff. Dare them. Dare Yellen. Dare Yellen. Because remember, Yellen and uh, Biden have to do it. Dare them. And, of course, you got the Senate, you know, I've put it up there from the Hill. The Senate is sitting there, the cartel in the Senate. you got Romney. Oh, this is terrible. He can't talk like that. Yeah, he's trying to negotiate a deal, you pencil neck. Dave Brett, thoughts and observations of where we are as a nation, sir, because as I keep saying, we're in it now. We're in it. And I'm telling you, there's no means of negotiation. There's no middle ground. One side's going to win and one side's going to lose. Understand that. Give me your thoughts, sir. Yeah, well, I, I think the, the, the context is that the Federal Reserve System has created this, uh, along with the, the administration's $7 trillion budgets. So if people want to end this, you have to end the spending. And the spending cannot happen unless the Federal Reserve System accommodates the spending by printing a ton of money. And so I just want to go back and show uh, report the Felder report put together a, a couple slides in a row that give a nice overall summary that shows everyone real clearly that the real economy is dead and it's been shrinking drastically, which everyone knows, uh, but you don't get that sense. And so uh, if the guys want to put up the first slide, uh, this comes after the 08 financial crisis. Uh, Bernanke comes up with a new theory uh, trying to increase what's called the wealth effect in economics. The wealthy have a lot of wealth, right? They own stocks and bonds. The middle class and the poor have no wealth. So right off the bat, you see what's coming. They print a ton of money to make people feel uh, wealthy. Uh, The wealthy then consume more goods and services and the real economy will grow. Uh, But as you see in the next chart, If you look at that same chart of real wealth compared to the money supply, all of a sudden since 08, you see a nothing burger, uh, a total illusion of this wealth effect, uh, which is just flat as a pancake. And then finally, on the third graph, this is the the bottom line. When you look at the real economy uh, since 08 as well, you see just a straight downward decline. And so this is a measure of gross domestic product. Okay. That's the real economy. That's the stuff you make relative to the money on, 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 printing press. And that on, gets straight down. So the, the real economy's dead. It's huge. Hold that because we're going to come back to that. And also I'm going to get the Zero Hedge has also got a great article about this, about the, uh, the, the phoniness of this financialization of the economy. Yeah. On top of this, think about it for a second. With the printing money, with the wages going up, whenever, and we've had 25 straight months now 
of real wage decline. Remember, the 25 straight months of real wages not, not keeping up with inflation. The entire Biden regime. They're going to allow 10 million illegal aliens into this country to compete, low skill, yep. to compete against the people at the lowest end of the spectrum because they don't care. This thing about the real economy versus the financial economy, asset inflation, this is also the reason, and I'll go into more depth second hour, the heroism of Donald Trump and Janet Yellen as his head of Federal Reserve, she took a trillion dollars off the balance sheet of the Fed. She took a trillion dollars to, to take down the asset bubble in the first years of the, of the Trump administration. We understand we had to deflate that asset bu- bubble. Are you going to have a massive problem? President Trump, Janet Yellen took $900 billion off the balance sheet. They had, they had not quantitative easing. They had quantitative tightening. Nobody gives him credit for that. He had the growth in the economy in 2019 because of the tax cuts, the, the, what he did on manufacturing, the tariffs, uh, and the deregulation, and full-spectrum energy dominance. That's the Trump economics. Yeah, Steve, this, uh, on this the point you just made, the guys No, no, hang on for one second. I'm running out of time. Yeah. Just, I'm dance, we're dancing here, brother. Follow my lead, okay? Good, good, good. Um, <laughs> the professor. The, the charts are great. The charts are great, but I want to take more time on the charts. Okay, here's what we're going to do. We're going to take a short commercial break. Make sure, by the way, go to birchgold.com slash Bannon. Get the end of the dollar empire. Read all of it. The three installments, uh, the politics of money, the, uh, the end of the dollar as a prime reserve currency, and the debt trap. Debt trap is like ripped from today's headlines. Plus... You talk to Philip Patrick's team, and Philip Patrick is going to be with me tomorrow with Dave Walsh. We're going to have a quite sophisticated conversation on energy, precious metals, money, all of it in, on the tomorrow's show. You're not going to want to miss that. But go there now and find out why the central banks of the world are buying gold at record paces. Short break, 90 seconds, back in the worm in just a moment. Folks, let me tell you about Salty. It's a company that makes a soft gel supplement rich in antioxidants to help people like you and me keep a healthy heart. While COVID gets all the headlines, it's important to realize that heart disease kills nearly 700,000 Americans every year. Yes, heart disease is the number one killer every year, year in and year out. Heart disease builds over time. Hypertension, high blood pressure, bad cholesterol, diabetes, all of it affects our heart. A healthy heart is key to being energetic as we get older. It is never too early to take care of your heart. You see, heart disease sneaks up on us. You can start in your 30s, and when this happens, you're at serious risk by the time you turn 60. If you want to take care of your heart and those you care about, please go to warroomhealth.com. That's warroomhealth.com. All one word, warroomhealth.com. Use the code warroom at checkout to save 67% of your first shipment. That's code WARROOM at checkout to save 67%. Do it again. WARROOM HEALTH, all one word, WARROOMHEALTH.COM. Go there today. You need, if you're going to be part of the posse, you need a strong heart. You need a lion's heart. How we're going to do that is with Salty. Go there. Do it today. Check it out. 